maybe the question is, do consumers trust labels or, or do they believe in the value proposition of a presented by brand? Right. They do want to have more information and, and hopefully they, they like the flavor, but uh, they, they are truly commitment, committed to um, the, the, the right story. The spatial distance between producers and consumers is so great that not even the smiling and happy face of a coffee farmer on the packaging can create a feeling of closeness. Welcome to the Daily Coffee Pro by Mapper Ford, friends. I'm your host, Lee Safar, and this is the final episode of this five-part series with Belen from Vuna Origin Consulting. Belen, we are talking in this series about the power of green coffee traders and buyers specifically their power in the economic sustainability of our industry. The part that we haven't covered is the consumer. I would like to start this part of of this discussion as we start to look at the impact that traders and buyers have on the consumer by asking you this question, which is, do you think that the consumer cares about where their coffee is coming from? They do. Um, the The question is, maybe the question is, do consumers trust labels, or, or do they believe in the value proposition of a presented by brand? Right. They do want to have more information, and and hopefully, they they like the flavor, but uh, they they are truly commitment committed to um. The, the the right story. The spatial distance between producers and consumers is so great that not even the smiling and happy face of a coffee farmer on the packaging can create a feeling of closeness. So it's right. Uh, so consumer is purchasing um maybe um this product certified product. So it, 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 and they know that a, a price must have being paid for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they buy quality coffee be, and they pay the price because because they know it deserves um, it, it deserves the, the the price they they are they are buying because the coffee itself meets certain standards about um of environment about human rights. Uh, in uh, in any other uh, sustainability issue, so they they want more information about about their coffee. Help me understand how somebody, and this is where my wish and hope that a that a consumer wants information about coffee. Help me understand how someone that's drinking instant coffee cares about where that coffee is coming from. If if Nestle sells. 3,000 cups per second every day of every year. How, how, do they, how does the consumer care where that's coming from? Um, instant coffee, it's, um, it's, it's what they have. I mean, I'm, it, it's, I'm, I'm talking about the personal story. I, I was, as I mentioned, I was born and raised in, in Ecuador. And uh, mm-hmm. even though we live in the this paradise in, in South America, re, rounded, I mean, 
I as I'm I'm just looking at the window right now and there are some coffee, beautiful coffee trees around me. Nice. Just, and but on the other hand, I was drinking instant coffee all my life. Yeah. Uh, so it uh is is just a matter of um uh presenting the the coffee and the brand the commitment between the roaster and the retailer or wholesale um indicating that um it's it's not only tasting well it it's just about um how this coffee is produced um this coffee is belonging to a tree is and these trees are planted in in these countries in these origins in this part of the globe so it's a maybe understanding how coffee is produced um and how it's roasted um maybe that will change consumers minds mm-hmm. um on on the way this this product and this being is transformed because they they just want basic information once they understand how this beautiful product is transformed. I mean, they all, we all love chocolate. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we understand that there's a plant <laughs> and there's the, the whole system behind the, the chocolate bar, we, we, we love this particular brand. We, we are, just have more information about this. We buy coffee as, as, as a commodity, as it is. Is an instant coffee. Is like um, sugar or milk. It's a basic product right now. So, uh, but at some point, it's getting more pricey at, at the mm-hmm. shelf. It's uh, sometimes I'm not getting the same instant coffee uh, that I used to purchase six months ago. Or maybe I, there is something going on. Very. So, if um if I um. Uh, if I present this instant coffee and not as a, a kind of a, another commodity, mm-hmm. um, and I treat as a consumer, as a coffee enthusiast, we all love coffee. Yeah, we all are coffee enthusiasts. We, uh, I not treat this as a milk or or bread in in break in in the breakfast in my morning routine. Uh, that will change a lot. Um. Understanding it again, the basics of how it is produced, and maybe where is this produced? Or what? Where is this? I mean, Ethiopia. Uh, interesting. I heard by the news that there's something going on in Ethiopia. Yes, and there are floods, and maybe there's too dry, and they just learn more about the country, and they just learn about yeah, Ethiopia coffee from Ethiopia. Okay, so they are just maybe more. Um, interested in, in, in the region. This is where the, the magic happened. Yeah. Uh, the, the, their responsibility in, in, in their purchasing, it, it, it's, um, it's just right thing. Um, it, it just a wake up in, in the morning and, and just ask, what am I eating? Is this, is this safe? Is this, is, is this organic? Is this good for my health? That's it. <laughs> you know, interestingly, I, I really, I struggle with this idea that um, we have to tell the consumer about 
the producer and and you've made me think about that even more now that I I think about instant coffee. Let me explain. The consumer purchases instant coffee and Nestle put on the the the, Bucket, the jar, the packaging, they put on there a picture of a producer and they put a fair trade sticker or they put something on there and that leaves the consumer free to buy that coffee because they feel that Nestle has done what's necessary to be responsible in their sustainability practices within the supply chain. And that seems like it alleviates that the consumer is trusting Nestle to take care of that. They don't really care about who the producer is. They don't really care very much about it at all. As long as that the label on there says that Nestle is doing this, the consumer wants to have a guilt-free coffee. And because Nestle is signaling to them, we've taken care of it for you, that's why they sell so much coffee. Folks, our first on-demand workshop, How to Become a Coffee Consultant, is now available for you to learn at your own pace and it comes with a certificate upon completion. Go to mapperforward.coffee forward slash workshops or click the link in the show notes for more details. Support this podcast by supporting our sponsors. Because we've yes. taken care of it for you and we've done it in a way that provides you a cheap product. So go ahead and buy it and question nothing. Why? Because Nestle supposedly, is taking care of uh, sustainable business practices and purchasing practices in the way that they're presenting things. I don't know if they are or if they're not. I don't work for them. I don't see the contracts, et cetera, et cetera. But what I'm, my point is the consumer is feels really good about making that purchase because Nestle has told them that that's what we're doing. They haven't necessarily told them who the producer is. They haven't told them very much about the producer. They've just shown them a picture of who the producer is and said, we participate well in the coffee supply chain. And at the same time, Lee, they are hearing about these strikes from Starbucks employees. So, yes, each company has its own standards. there, there's a lot of ways to to sell, to trade, and to uh, pretend coffee by by standards, direct trade. A- anyway, so so I would say it's it's a yes. If consumers, they are victims uh, of um, uh, of the mechanism that um, undermines the basic idea of uh, of well produced coffee. So. We consumers are, are all victims, so it's um. I wouldn't say no. If, if they have their own um, uh, basic standards, each company has. So at least we are informing something to the the consumer. I had the the the, the experience working with um these companies at origin with their specific suppliers, with their specific supply chains. And um, and, and, and uh, it, it was a whole thing from um, working with um, unorganized farmers and producers 
with no basic um, uh, um, working conditions to definitely a 160 degree change, not 80, but the 60, it, it, it was a totally uh, game changing for all these workers at these specific private farms mm-hmm. and uh, all independent smallholders working in, in source and providing coffee to all these multinationals. Um, so it's a, it's a first step. Uh, and consumers, again, need, um, do they need to trust labels? And I would say, yes, there's a system, there's a whole, I mean, whole story behind it. And, um, but we, we, we need to trust what is behind, but also I need to, we consumers, we need to hear more the strikes, uh, uh, maybe, um, uh, payment conditions to the people in Southeast Asia, in Indonesia. Right now, uh, in Myanmar, they are just struggling for, um, because there's a, a political issues in, in that country. Mm-hmm. And these multinationals, they need to support them at origin, no matter what. So if I heard Myanmar, and I know that Myanmar is a huge supplier to Nestle, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to read as, as, as a consumer and try to maybe just um, find the, the, right, the, the right information and said, hey, no. Maybe they are not supporting coffee producers in Myanmar enough. And I'm buying a, 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 an instant coffee from Myanmar. That doesn't make sense. Right. So, so as global citizens, we need to relate this. Uh, so yes, on labels. We need to trust labels. But I need to figure it out if, uh, if, if, if these labels were set up maybe a year ago, what is going on right now, and, and just being more informed, that, that will be our responsibility uh, uh, in, in the supply chain. Um, and not only being the victims, but uh, uh, taking serious, serious purchasing power at, at, at the shelf. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I hope so. I hope so. Now, Berlin. I can't thank you enough for this series. This has been very informative. I've learned a lot. I've, I'm walking away from this series with a lot of questions and, uh, you know, World of Coffee is coming up. So there's going to be a lot of questions that I'm going to be asking um, from people at World of Coffee about this. So, folks, if you're going to be uh, at World of Coffee, please make sure you come and see us and say hi. Um, where can people find out more? about you online on your linkedin definitely on linkedin or um yes just following buna origin consulting website and on social media as well perfect Uh, we try to keep this up up to date and and yes i look forward to uh, engaging in a thoughtful conversation um sharing insights great and, and and of course collectively working towards a more equitable and sustainable future for, for everybody. So yes, drink, bring, so more, drink more coffee. That's uh, the big, that's the big, uh, that's the big message here. I mean, at the end of the day, if we can't, there, there are so many problems that need to be fixed in the supply chain 
a lot of it starts to move if we get people drinking more coffee. Um, so thank you again, Belen. And I was wondering, would you sign off this episode with peace, love, and peanut butter for us? Peace, love, and peanut butter for all of you. And can't wait to see to see you, Lee, again. And um, good luck at the world of coffee. Thank you very much. I look forward to one day seeing you either here in Dubai or or somewhere in this amazing industry that we live in. Let's hope. There you go. Have an amazing rest of your day, everyone. Bye. Thanks for tuning in, friends. There are two ways you can support this podcast. Firstly, become a paid member of our YouTube channel. Secondly, you can join our Patreon for as little as $3 a month. Both have options for exclusive ad-free content and early release content. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. The Daily Coffee Pro is produced by Map It Forward and the music you're listening to is called Run 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 off of my album Laundry After Midnight. To get older episodes of this podcast, as well as more information on Mapper Forward, head to mapperforward.coffee. You can find links and more information in the show notes below.